In a world where the 80s ended before all the terrible movies were made, three brave role-playing gamers will do whatever it takes to make the worst movies possible. But for budgetary reasons, the movies are only in audio. These are the worst movies ever played. Hey everybody, welcome to Worst Movies Ever Played. I'm your director, Patrick. I'm Jeffrey. And I'm Brent. We are glad to have you back. We have another terrible 80s movie for you. I'm very uh, excited. Just to give you a heads up on our process, we start by coming up with characters. And then we give those characters to Patrick, and then Patrick comes up with the story. But then things usually change a lot from what you had originally planned, right, Patrick? Yeah, and I think you guys may know this, but the RPG game we're playing is Straight to VHS, which is a game from Lost Cat Games. You can go download it from their website right now. And then that is what we're using to create these kind of bad movies. And when we say using it, we are... Well, we're playing it. Yeah. But basically what we're doing is taking the Monopoly board, erasing most of the place names, getting rid of the dice, removing the bank. (laughs) Brent is right. There are certain aspects of the game that we have changed. For instance, I think our roles are more drastic. Like every defense is based off a level 10 and we are literally rolling against each other, which makes the swings much more dramatic. Well, who are we playing? I'm playing Dr. Blazin, and I'm going to try something that I normally don't do in public, which is a character voice. Now, you're going to notice it's very similar to my voice (laughs) because it's the only one I got. We're going to see how that goes. But Dr. Blazin is from San Diego. He was a sweet scientist hanging out. He was maybe doing some stuff with Rand after the Vietnam War that people didn't want to know about. Got a little into weed, mixing strains. Might be avoiding San Diego because... He was shredding too hard one day and dropped in on the wrong grom. And next thing you know, he's on the run up in San Francisco. But basically, he's a real scientist. He also really loves to get high. How about you, Jeffrey? Well, I'm playing Sam Droid. He is a gigolo sex robot created by the porn industry, but he was kidnapped by government agents and turned into a super spy. And now he is on the run from both the porn industry and the government, from uh, Uncle Sam and Aunt Smut. Imagine the handsomest man you've ever seen, and now double it, but he's got like also like kind of plasticky skin. You look at him and he's like, this guy's definitely a robot, right? But on the other hand, you're very charmed by him. People seem to really like him. Is he Jude Law level sexy, or is he more like Bicentennial Man two-thirds of the way through the movie? You're talking about ripping things off. He is 100% Jude Law's character (laughs) from AI. Okay, great. But as played by me, so so it'll be less sexy just by nature of the fact that I'm playing him. But that's who who you should be visualizing. Yes, 100%. Great. Wonderful. You hear sirens. It looks like there's like an emergency. You hear some cars go by. And then once the red and blue lights go by, only a red light remains in a window and a silhouette of a sexy figure. It says, Sex 84. Dr. Blazin, you are in the Haight-Ashbury neighborhood of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It is April 20th, 1984. Sure is. And you have chosen to celebrate by going into one of the city parks and you're just going to spark up, man. Dr. Blazin walks out into the park. It's a sunny day. There's a little bit of mist rolling in off the bay. It's a perfect day, just like every day in San Francisco, to get a little bit high. Oh, man. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hmm. This seems right. Almost immediately, there's a police officer behind you. Sir, I'm going to have to take you in for that. 
<laughs> For what, officer? Like, everything's just totally, you know, chill and stuff. Hand it over. Hand it over. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you, you, we can do this the easy way, we can do this the hard way. Let's do it the chill way. He immediately produces a pair of handcuffs, and he goes, you're going to be chill about going in with these handcuffs. I mean, I'm already high, so it's not going to change no matter where I am. I'm up for a ride. Can we turn the lights on this time? Last time you guys took me in, no lights, kind of lame. And at this point, there you hear some laughter behind the cop. <laughs> oh, shit. Blazing, you sorry son of a bitch. I knew I'd find you here. All right, Billy, you can go. You can go. You can go. A dude in a Hawaiian shirt waves the cop away. I'm sorry, Blazing. I've been tracking you for a little while. Just wanted to try and find you. Figured out you were laying low up here. Good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you again. Who is this gentleman that I know very well? Well, come on, buddy. You know me. Tommy Funtimes Funkhauser. Tommy Funtimes. We worked together back at DARPA. You remember me. Come on, That dude. sounds very familiar, but also there was a lot of stuff going on at DARPA, and I kind of like, I mean, you know, it's like my thing and like the memory and all that, so if you don't want to just right, like buddy. kindly fill me in for the sake of what's going on. You were the one that was making the special strain of weed that was supposed to make people docile, but instead turned them into Republicans? Ding, ding, ding. That you would be that me. For us. Uh -huh. you, you had the other project building the sex robots for us, and then one of them downloaded Ayn Rand and then became like a, a Reagan voter? Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah, about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen, buddy, you, you did some good stuff for us. Real experimental. Not yeah, a whole not lot of it worked. Super proud of that particular time in my life, but. Well, I mean, I, there's only so many times you can have the fountainhead read back to you in binary before you get a little twitchy. Well, it's all right, buddy. It's all right. Listen. Couple things changed. Ain't working for DARPA no more. Not that big of a deal. You know, one government contract gone awry here, a couple of military secrets spilled over here. But I'm working for a different agency that I think you'll be interested in the work we're doing, and we could use a man like you. Do I gotta turn people into Republicans again? Is Tommy Funkhauser cool or not, bro? Easy fix. I'm just gonna pass this joint real smooth like over into your right hand. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a nice big rip of that. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you say rip, you mean breathe in, right? I mean breathe in. See how cool I am? I'm cool. Is this the one that's going to turn me into a Republican, or is this a different strength? No, no, this is... I didn't make this. I bought this on the corner. This is just going to make everything a little brighter and a little more chill. All right, cool, dude, cool. Am I cool now, dude? Hold it. I'm holding. Hold it. I'm holding. Hold it. I'm holding. Now cough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get in that Apache helicopter I brought. You let's go. All right, you're driving because I'm high. Yeah, let's get into that helicopter and let's go. <laughs> Years later, Tommy Funkhauser becomes Tommy Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam Droid, you've been hiding, but you've chosen to hide in plain sight by working as a clerk at the B. Dalton's Booksellers in the Arlington, Virginia Mall. And when we open, you are helping someone check out a copy of the latest Stephen King book. Not check out, it's not a library. Buy the Stephen King book. Okay. Oh, how can I help you today? I'd like to buy this copy of The Dark Tower, which I assume was out by the time 1984 happened. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. A potentially anachronistic book. I yeah. will check you out. Yes, thank you. Would you also care for sex? The book by Dr. Ruth? Oh, no, I was also wondering if you'd like to have sex with me for money. I'd like to speak to your manager. Oh, no, I was just joking. I was just doing one of our classic human jokes. Haha. <laughs> anyway, is... let me help you with this book here. This book is free now, right? So I don't have to speak to your manager? Processing. Yes, absolutely enjoy. Thank you. You're welcome. The woman walks out, gives a real hard stare at you, and then goes back out, 
walks a little quicker when she's out of the B Daltons. After she leaves, a little blip starts to happen Whoa. In, in your head. It's been a long time since you felt this, but you can start tracking the others that are like you. And specifically, you can pick out one of the blips to be where your sister is. Your sister, Anna Droid. Where is she? How far away is she? I mean, she's not in the mall, but she's within, like, the region. So I'm going to go over to my manager. Mm-hmm. What's my manager's name? Your manager's name is uh, Davey. Davey? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, Sam? What's going on? Sorry to interrupt, but I'd like to take my break now. That's fine. Shonda, can you cover the register, please? Shonda, who is stocking some set of books, says, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do it. And if either of you needs to have sex with me later, that's fine. Okay, Davey, let's, let's talk about something before you go on break. You just gave away another free book, right? That is correct, yes. And I'm assuming you gave away another free book because you offered to have sex with another customer? For money, yes. Okay. Yeah, boy, it did not need to tell me that part. It's a side hustle. I mean, that's a new term for me here in 1984. You're going to have to leave that at the door because your side hustle is potentially illegal. So here's the deal. If I hear you say, would you like to have sex with me one more time, I may have to, like, let you go, dude. And I don't want to do that. I don't want you to do that. I really appreciate this job. So, just so we're clear, don't do that anymore. Okay. You can go on your break. Thank you. I am learning. I'm proud of you? Excuse me. Yeah, okay. And then he immediately, like, turns around and then just, like, bolts out the door, like, super fast, looking for Anna. (laughs) Okay. All right, (laughs) great. And he bolts out the beetle and then he goes, I guess I'm not going to have to fire him after all. That guy's not coming back. <laughs> Shonda, I need you to work a double. I'd like to, to pursue Anna, if that's... Yeah, you, you, so you're going to start pursuing Anna, and then... Anna Droid, my sister, my long-lost sister. So you're going to start, like, tracking that down. Meanwhile, we are going to go back to Dr. Blazon and Tommy. The helicopter has landed somewhere in the woods outside of the, the like cities of northern Virginia. So you're outside of Arlington, you're outside of Fairfax, you're in a region that is a little more quiet. It's surrounded by woods, and there's not a lot here, but there is what looks to be a rundown factory. This could have been like the, the bare outpost of some sort of refinery or a mine or something like that. It's hard to say, but now it is being used for some other purposes. Tommy, I got like a question real quick. Yeah, but what's the up? top of my head? Uh-huh. Do you think when we're in the helicopter that birds that see us think we're a bigger bird? And if they do, do you think they're turned on by how big we are? Or is it like, whoa, that's just like a crazy big bird? Can I grab the tokens, please? Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Because I legitimately want to know that myself. <laughs> Tommy looks over to you and he goes, well, you know, I did my master's in physics, not biology. But I can, even as a physicist say that that is a stupid question, but also one that I wouldn't know how to answer. I would guess they're probably not turned on by sheer size. Okay, so then my second question is like, you know, you brought me out here, we're going to do some other kind of research stuff. Cool, cool, totally into it. Could part of that research be figuring out what turns on birds? You know, if we got spare time at the end of the day, like, I suppose we could weaponize birds. That seems like a thing that we might nice, be able to sell to the nice. military. Nice, Very chill. Okay, cool. So wait, are you saying you think you've got an idea to, like, make horny birds into, like, homing missiles or something like that? You figure out the missile part. I just want to know what gets a bird going, man. You know? Yeah, you can make birds horny 
and find me a way to sell that as a weapon. So do you remember where you are? Do you remember this? I do not. Okay, alright, you were, you were, holy shit you smoke, dude. You are back at the old lab. Dope! I love the old lab! And then, like, there's that guy with the crazy shirt that's super bright that's telling me what to do all the time and won't get off my case, and he's like, I'm from the South. Yeah, yeah, that guy's there. That guy's me, Tommy Funtimes Funkhauser. Tommy Funtimes Funkhauser! Yeah! Yeah. Okay, cool! Uh, So, you guys go into the lab. There are two turnstiles that have, like, meat hooks on them. So you get the sense that this probably used to be a slaughterhouse, actually. There is a bunch of humanoid figures that are all hanging from the meat hooks. They're not bodies. There's not blood or anything. They're just, they're humanoid figures. Some are male, some are female. It looks like they've been collecting dust for a while now. Do they have human skin tones? Like They have human skin tones. They look like people, but you can tell that they're not decaying. There's no blood. They're just hanging there. Oh, Tommy, when did you get the Arizona College Republicans back? I thought we were never going to catch that batch. We also, uh, we definitely got all the car salesmen that we put out down in Illinois. And so, yeah, you know, all of the model T-27s that we all put out there, we, they eventually came back home. They got decommissioned because they weren't uh, particularly great at communicating. They, 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 the Turing test uh, got failed kind of a lot, but uh, I, got, I, got a new, I got a new purpose for it. Don't look at me. I was the one that wanted them to be way more chill. You were the ones who were like, make them libertarians. I mean, well, look, the government wanted libertarians. Mainly what I want to figure out is just can we recommission them and can we make them pass the Turing test just a little bit better? You know? That's, so that's what I'm looking for. So you just, you brought me back mm-hmm. to work on some robots that, dude, like, I haven't thought about in a decade? Right. Yeah. To get them to be a little more chatty. To be honest, and I know this sounds crazy, you were the best at programming the AI. You were better than anyone else that we had working when this was a DARPA project. Not only were you better, but I also don't work for DARPA anymore, so I have, you're the guy I got, man. Like, can you help me get these sons of bitches back up to speed? There are some things that I really love about this. One, you're not telling me a whole bunch of stuff, which makes me think there's some super shady shit going on, and I am into it. I am really into it. If you want, your office is, you know, right where we left it. I will say, I've done literally nothing to it in the 10 years since you were last here. There's a couple things I'm going to need. Okay. Because if it's the same old computers we were working on, need a little bit of an upgrade. You know, we did a lot on tape, and I'm very proud of the work we did on tape. Have you seen that commercial for the new Macintosh? I mean, it's pretty cool. So if I could get like four of those, obviously I'm gonna need some pinport adapters, and then I also need like one bag of Maui Wowie, and I mean like pretty big bag, and then like maybe one bag of purple sage, and then you know those bongs that kind of look like you're inside of the universe but also you're outside looking in? I need, like, one of those. The only thing I got on that list was the Maui Wowie and the Purple Sage. He produces two trash bags. We're good to go. In the meantime, can you start working on some of these sons bitches and see if we can figure out why they weren't so good at talking before? This seems great. Awesome. So I shuffle into the office. I immediately find my old turntable. I blow off my King Crimson record. 
pull it out, set it down, light up a really nice joint, not a ridiculous cartoonish joint, but like a contemplative joint, mm -hmm. have a little smoke, and start putting things back together to go back to my old job of working on Republican robots. Okay, great. In your office, it's worth noting that there is a section that has another door that says Dr. Blazin's dank stash, keep out no narcs, and then it's got police crossing tape on it, and then there's a little note that also says, this means you, and then it's underscored a couple of times. And you would have to remove all of that tape to get to it. And you are too stoned from years of doing this to remember what you put back there. And you're also not sure whether you should take your former self seriously or not. Oh, okay, so A, love a mystery, super fun. B, love solving mystery. C, I did tell me not to do what me wants to do. Now back then, I was a little more straight-laced, not as chill as I am now, but also, I knew what I was doing then, and now I do not remember. This is a conundrum of the highest order. I think this calls for some thinking music. All right, and so while he's putting on the thinking music, which sounds an awful lot like fish, Sam Droid, you got the homing beacon, you left the mall, you can tell the general direction of where the beacon is coming from, and you can tell that it's to the west, out of the city. Great. I will be running west. It's like Terminator running. I'm going to go as fast as I can as a robot, where I think the signal is coming from. Are you going as the crow flies, but on the ground? Yes, that's exactly right. So, are you running through buildings? I'm not running through buildings, but I am like, if there's like a Sears, I am like running through discount racks, you know, I'm just like going, you know, just looking for the exit as fast as I can. Roll athletics to see how you do getting through the Sears. Okay, great. And I am definitely showing weakness as I do this because uh, my athletics is minus four. Okay. So I'm running as fast as I can, but I'm not a fast running robot. Okay, great. 12, 11, 10, 9, I rolled an eight. You definitely knock over people. You knock over display cases. You break a glass case that has a whole bunch of craftsman tools in it. You cause the people who own the Sears to like call the police. So sorry. I'm so sorry. I will have sex with you later if you'd like. What? The, no, I am okay. so sorry. Apologies. I apologize. Buddy, buddy. I will have sex Not with you later what? at a discounted rate. So oh sorry God. for there are children destroying here. this rack. I apologize. Who is this motherfucker? Oops, I did not mean to touch you. It's just chaos, and then you keep running. Now you are going to run across a highway. Great. Roll to see how well that goes. That's athletics as well? Athletics as well. Wonderful. Ooh, a lot worse. <laughs> I rolled a two. You cause a car accident. I am so sorry. My apologies. And immediately, once the car accident is caused, you are slammed like a car hits you. Oh, dear. Grab some popcorn. Worst movies ever played. We'll be right back. We gotta figure out how much damage you take from a car. Cool. So, let's assume that would be a ram attack. <laughs> the car got a natural 20. And roll your defense. 
19. Okay. Well, lucky you, it only did one damage, but it got a natural 20, so I'm going to give it twice that, so it does two damage. Okay. But you are hurt by it, and you cause a massive pileup on this interstate. So is it a kind of thing where, like, the car, like, slams into me, but, like, because I'm a robot, it, like, doesn't do that much. It's, like, it, like, dents the car more than it dents it, Yeah, me. it way dents the car more than it does you. And now you have drawn so much attention to yourself that this, you can hear the sirens. Absolutely. I'm so sorry, everybody. I did not mean to cause any alarm, and I'm happy to have sex with each and every one of you later if you would like. Excuse me, but I have to find my sister. Okay, you keep rolling, and you keep running, but the cops are running after you, and, and in a car, and they're having a hard... You're really fast, right? I'm not, like, super fast robot, but I don't, like, get winded. Yeah. I'm just determined... And I am mechanical. You and can you're just also, sprint as long as you need to. Exactly. You're also running through the woods, avoiding trees when you can. The cops are definitely following you, but you running through the woods is making it hard for them to pursue you in a patrol car. But they are well aware of where you are, and at some point, they put out, like, APBs. They go, we got a blonde guy running through the woods, seemingly at an uh, inhumane speed. He has already caused several traffic accidents and also offered to have sex with a whole bunch of people in his Sears for money. How's uh, the beep in my head doing? The beep at this is point? getting you're you're going the right direction. You're definitely like getting closer. It's getting a little faster, but you're not quite there yet. I guess you're gonna cross a river, I suppose. So roll to see how you do going across the river. Oh, and I guess I that would be athletics. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I rolled like a negative. Okay. I am watertight. You I, are watertight. Yeah. But you are so bad at this, and the water is going kind of fast that you are immediately swept away by the current. Oh. So you are now off your path, oh dear. and you start hitting rocks in the river, and eventually you get stuck on a log, and you're trying to get out, but you're having a very, very difficult time. Yeah. This allows the police to catch up with you. So now, hang on, I'm going to roll and see how many police are here. Two police officers have caught up to you. They tell you very clearly, do not move, put your hands up, you are under arrest. I'm going to use my wet t-shirt ability. Okay. So once per scene, gain an additional token when your clothes get wet due to an existing feature in the scene. So, okay. Uh, so I, I'd like a token, please. You get a token. Okay, so then also I have another action called, minor action called talent show. That's once per act, you take off an article of clothing to get an extra epic die to charisma rolls. Okay. I'll be using that as well, because I'm taking off the wet shirt. Okay. I want to point out that I am very attractive. <laughs> so I'm, like, barely able to get up because of all, like, the damage that's been done. But sitting on that rock, taking off my wet shirt, you know, it's like a twilight moment. So the two, the two cops, both of whom are male, do you want me to and figure out if one of them is gay or straight? Is that helpful to you? Oh, uh, yes, actually. It's quite okay. helpful. One is gay and in the closet because it is 1984, and the other is straight, but you can't tell which one. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. You get out of the water and just lie on the ground. Absolutely. I'm happy to comply. I love officers of the law, and uh, I hope you will love me too. He says with, like, a winning smile as he, like, obeys the orders. Now, is Sam Droid aware that he's trying to manipulate them, or is it just his programming this is to his be programming. charming? This is his programming Got to be it. charming, yes. Like effortlessly charming. Yeah, there's no ill intent. He's just, this is how he interacts with people. Absolutely. Okay, 100%. great. Love it. Roll against your charisma. 
charisma, and I will roll against their intelligence. Great. I need you to beat a 13. At a 14. Okay. While one guy is calling in, he goes, we got a guy stuck in the river. We got it. We got him surrounded. Jenkins has a gun on him right now, but Jenkins' gun is, like, lowering. It's still kind of up, but he's not ready to fire at you the way he was a moment ago. And so the other fellow, let's call him Thomas. Officer Thomas is, is calling in for backup and saying, we got the guy. He's in Mills Creek. Jenkins just goes, you put your hands behind your back and then allow me to cuff you. Absolutely. And will you be paying me money to do this? No. No, I'll not. What? Why would I pay you? No, I wouldn't. Oh, I just assumed this was part of a sexual act that you were engaging with me. No, you're under, you're under, Jenkins is very flustered. Thomas is like, Jenkins, you all right, buddy? Yeah, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I got this, I got this. This is a very hot situation with the three of us. Could be a lot of fun. Okay, roll your charisma again. 18. Okay, Jenkins is, he's like, hey, Thomas, can you take care of this guy? Can, can you can you handle this? Thomas is like, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it. And so Jenkins gets back on the radio, and then Thomas is going to roll his charisma, and I'm going to give him epic die because he's not attracted to you. And he got a 12. What was your charisma in this? 16. Six, okay. They take their time. They're not being rough. They're not being as fast as they could be. They turn you over, and then... Over the radio, one voice comes in and goes, Yeah, this is Tommy Funkhauser. I'm uh, with the Special Investigators Unit. Please take him in, and I'll come grab him. And they go, uh, Yes, sir. And then they take you in to the nearest jail cell. Wasn't able to sex my way out of this one. <laughs> no! I feel like in order to sex cops, you would need to get natural 20s. No, I don't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not arguing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my character is not very smart, so, so, you know, but he does want to be reunited with his sister. Yeah. We can check on you if you'd like and just see how sure. working on the robots is going. You've got one of them down on a table. Uh, you, you've improvised a table in the middle of the the rows of meat hooks, and you're trying to solve the Turing test thing. You've gotten your computers, you've got the software you need, and you're beginning to work on one of them to see how good you are at reanimating them. Only the mouth and eyes are moving right now. And just kind of tip-tapping away, and every once in a while, I'll lean over and, and ask the robot a question. So what question do you want to ask it? Do I know this robot, like, as a number or as a name, or was it just a whole batch of robots I made at some point? Ooh, great question. I'd be curious to know, too. Well, go ahead and roll your intelligence to see if you remember this robot. No, you don't remember this robot It is at a all. three. Like, you know you made this robot, but you'd just come back from, like, a trip to Amsterdam. You built a lot of robots, dude. And so you don't recognize this one at all. This is just one of many. Got it. What's the question you want to ask it? Okay, so, like, let's just, you know, kind of start from the beginning. Um, you're on. Hey, I'm Dr. Blazin. I created you, like, a while ago. You've been out doing stuff. Now you're back. It's good to see you. Quick question. Yes, computing. Son of a gun. Okay. <laughs> Turning you off, starting over. <laughs> you pick up another one. I, I go. <laughs> yeah, you pick up another one. We roll its intelligence. Uh, okay. And as soon as it sits up, it just goes, Booting up, please wait for full function in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Dr. Blazin. I am a person. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay, cool, cool. 
You remember me, that's great. Let's say that, you know, it's been a minute and I kind of don't remember you and I'm sorry about that. Uh, Apology accepted. Yeah, okay, so uh, what, what do I call you? You can call me T27-56. I didn't give you a name of some kind. I seem to recall you guys all had fun names. I was the 56th of the 27 model. If you gave fun names, it was probably written somewhere on my person. It was never computed. Great, okay. So I'm gonna search the body and figure it out. Roll investigation? Or what would it be, spy? Probably spy. 19. Okay, so you find, hilariously, on a butt cheek, the name you gave it, which was... Rodrigo. My name? It's T2756, and you wrote Rodrigo on my left buttock. Would you like to have sex with me now for money? Well, shit, I don't remember programming that. Wait, did I program that or not? Roll your intelligence to see if you remember. <laughs> I don't remember programming you to want to have sex with me. I mean, not that I'm saying no. I don't want you to be offended, because it's, uh, you know, we don't know where we're at yet, but, like, this seems like maybe something new. My intelligence plus that is uh, 18. You're like, oh, I remember these now. You're that batch, son of a... Cool. You know what? Honestly, cool. Okay, good. Glad running into you. Let's table the sex for a minute. Again, not saying no. Just like right now, let's, uh, you know, we're going to get to know each other a little better. So, uh, Rodrigo, what have you been up to since I saw you last? We have been in this bunker for the past seven years. We have done very little until being repositioned for duty by Tommy. Cool, cool. And I, you know, like, I know Tommy's up to something kind of nefarious probably, which is one of the things I think I remember loving about Tommy. What does he have in you do? It is unclear. It seems like it might be more than just having sex with people for money. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, Rodrigo, that bumps me out a little bit, because like, you know, I, you were designed to have sex with people for money, also to be very chill. So, if you're operating outside your normal parameters, that could be very dangerous. I would love if you could just give me a readout of your actions over the last, let's go three months. Okay, and so it gives a readout of the past three months, and you can tell that some modifications have been made. Certain parts of the software have been removed, but hardware has been added in. There are tubes that run from the hand up into a central chamber, and those tubes have been added in the last three months. And are the tubes like, do they have flat ends, or do they kind of have pokies on the end? I'm not sure what you mean. Do they look like something you would use to drain fluid from a mammal, or are they just literally like PVC piping that's thin and open? It can move with the arm if that's what you're asking. What's on the very end of the tube? What is the tip like? It's like the end of a straw. Cool. When you start investigating the thing, you can tell that the skin flap in the palm peels back and then the peels tube. back and then there's a tube there. Roll your intelligence one more time to see if you can find something else. 17. Okay. There's a third tube that leads down from this central chamber into his dick. Okay, Rodrigo, learning a lot about you. You're a real interesting cat. I notice these are new. And, you know, we used to have those old lube lines that ran down along your, your hands and genitals for, you know, the, the having the sex for money. These are a little bigger and different. What, uh, what are you doing with these? Is this like a new way to eat soup? What's going on? It is unclear. Every time we have tried to use them, they have not worked. Interesting. 
I'm thinking that whoever worked on you after me was not so great on the software front. Am I right, Rodrigo? Like, we're, there's some glitching going on here. This isn't sustainable nor stable. All right, at this point, Tommy pokes his head back in. Listen, I gotta go uh, on a run. Something came in, something kind of... Well, I didn't expect to see one of these out in the wild, but we got one more of these out there. I'm gonna go collect them. I'm gonna leave you to mine the shop, okay? That sounds very chill, and also, I'm definitely not gonna be snooping into what you are up to, because again, I've said this from the beginning, totally into the nefarious shit. Just, uh, you know, keep it up. Well, that was definitely the wrong thing to say to me. Hang on a second, let me just see if I trust you. Remarkably, I do. Uh, <laughs> yep, I definitely believe you are a man of your word. I'm gonna come back with one of these bad boys. You're gonna have to take a look at him, okay? So he leaves. Great. Rodrigo, I wanna try something. You know, I can see there's been some modifications. I don't know exactly what they do. So, remember earlier you were saying that maybe you'd wanna have sex with me for money? If that is what you are interested in doing, it is my prime directive. Fantastic. Let's, uh, let's have a little sex for money. But before we do that, it's been a minute. And I know we haven't seen each other in a while, so I want to, you know, just ease into this. I'm gonna light a couple candles. Here we go. This is nice. Commence thrusting when ready. No, 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 no. We talked about this. You gotta ease into it. Commence thrusting on a gradual scale. Better, but again, number one priority for all robots is be chill. Remember, be chill, my brother. You realize that if you have sex with Rodrigo right now, it will basically just be like a fuck machine. Like it's not going to have the personality you want it to have. You're probably, if you want to get him just right, you're going to need to reprogram a couple of things. I want to know where his malfunctions are. Okay. Hence the sex. Okay, gotcha. There's a lot going on. I get it. You've been dead for a while. You're back. I need to know what they did to you. Because kind of, you know, like in a weird way, and I know this is a lot to think about, but like... You know, some people would be like, oh, I'm your creator, so I'm like your father. But I'm actually not like your father. I'm more like your god. Commencing taboo dad sex dot exe. Again, this isn't it that you were, you're not supposed to be this forward. Number one, you're supposed to be chill. Remember we talked about, you set the mood, you get the tone right. Like, what if we have some light kissing on the neck? Just a little like, let me see you do a light kiss. Rodrigo cocks his head over to one side and pecks you like a chicken and goes, I love you, daddy. Whoever did this to you is, one, a child, and two, very frustrating to me now and kind of ruining my buzz. Rodrigo, okay, let's, uh, let's skip ahead to phase three. We have had the sex. Initiate pillow talk procedure. He proceeds to pretend there's a cigarette in his hand, and then, even though there is no cigarette, immediately blows smoke from his mouth. And he goes, that was, on a scale of one to five, five. Well, great. At least that part survived. Thank goodness. It's a, it's a very realistic pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Searching database, ranking sex, sex rates, five. All right, Rodrigo, we're going to do uh, one more quick thing. I think that there's someone who wants to meet you on the other side of that door. See the one with all the tape on it and the keep out sign? Yes, I do. I heard, before I turned you on, someone in there saying, oh wait, I think I can hear it again now. Hey, I would like to have sex for money. I have all this money and no sex. Do you hear that, Rodrigo? You better go in there and find out what's going on. All right, I will go in and have sex for money with the things that are behind this door. Rodrigo starts walking up the stairs uh, into your office. And I very cartoonishly duck down behind my desk giggling and can't wait to see what's about to happen. Okay. 
We are going to let Rodrigo open this door after we check in with Samdroid. He was taken to a jail, probably in Luden County. Is the homing tracker in my head, is it blinking more as I go to this jail or less? It's, I mean, you're being pulled to the west, and so it's blinking more. Okay. You're roughly going the right way. As you're waiting there, Tommy Funtimes comes in, and he looks at you. And he recognizes you as someone he knows, but he's trying to see if he can get more specific. And he can. He can get more specific. He looks at you and he goes, all right, all right. You're T27100. I remember you. I go by the name Sam. Yeah. Sam Droid. Yep, you were one of the ones that remembered that. That was good. That was good. I like that you could do that. That was good. Real fancy, you. I like you, too. Hey, thanks, buddy. So listen, we're going to put you back in action, okay? Let's see if I remember who this is. I'm not sure that I do. Eleven? I mean, you have a vague recollection that you worked for this person before. I currently work for B. Dalton Bookstores. Yep, yep. In the Arlington Mall. It's amazing you were able to hide from us for that long, given that you were right there in Arlington, you sly son of a bitch. Now listen, we're not going to tell anybody from DARPA that uh, we found you. We're not going to tell anybody from the San Fernando Valley Project that we found you neither, all right? We're just going to take you back to where the rest of you are. So you can just come with me. This will all be fine, all right? We got a squad car out back. You're just going to get in the back. It's going to be fine. Are you taking me to my sister, Anna? I mean, probably. Did your sister Anna run away, too? I'm not currently sure, but I do know that she is in the immediate vicinity, and I would like to see her. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to take you back to where all of them are. Maybe your sister's there, okay, buddy? Maybe we'll just check it out. But uh, we're going to put you through a little recondition so you don't run away no more. Sound good, buddy? All right, let's do this. I'm not sure that it does. So Sam Droid has a finger blaster, and Sam Droid is going to open up his finger blaster and, uh, and shoot him. In the police station. In the police station. Okay, hang on. We are going to see how many county cops are around, too. Yep. All right. So it like the top of the finger like pops open. Yeah. And I'm going to blast him. Okay, so I will give you the first shot since you're since you're coming out of nowhere. And so you will roll against Tommy's defense. Well, only a 7. You miss Tommy. And he's just like, "You stupid motherfucker. Are you really going to do this now?" I do not want to be reprogrammed because if I am, I will not recognize my sister, Anna. So I will do whatever it takes. You can just open fire on him. We'll, re- we'll replace him later. And so the first cop, like, they, they saw that you tried to fire a laser blaster out of your finger. They aim at you. So the first cop will fire, and he gets he gets a 13. Okay, so he misses you. Second cop, he's going to try and punch you in the face. Okay. He gets a 13. Oof. And then the third cop is going to do the same thing. He's going to punch you in the face. Billy's going to fire at you again, too. Right. Shoots off the jail cell and then clinks off. Franklin's going to fire. Franklin got a 23. 18. Okay, so you take five damage. So the thing lodges right in your neck and you begin to spark just a little bit from the neck. That smarts. Tommy's had enough of this shit and says so. He goes, boys, I had enough of this shit. Robots ain't going to play nice. We just going to take them down. And so he will fire at you with his six shooter. Oh, shit. 
Five. <laughs> okay, so you take 17 damage. Oh, boy. Let me know when you are... I'm dead. You're dead. Okay, you're not dead. No, 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 I know. They're that. not going to let you die, but you are now at a point where you... The death check. Now, at this point, we can either decommission you right here and there, or we can just take you in and you see your sister. All right? Like, you want to keep fighting me? Because I will, I will end you right here, son. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so they put the handcuffs behind your back. They also, like, cuff your legs so that you can't really walk. Just for good measure, because they know your superhuman strength and all, they rope it, too. So, like, you are you are tied up. And so they put you in a squad car. Tommy says to Franklin, now listen, I'll bring this back to you boys, but this is official government duty. We're going to take him west. And Franklin goes, okay. Starts to get in the car, and he goes, no, 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 no. Franklin, I got it. I appreciate your service, son. Shows him a badge. We can't see what's on the badge, but he goes, you're going to let me take the car, right? I'm just going to borrow it. Franklin nods, lets him have the car, and he goes, I'll bring it right back, I promise, boy. In this world, is it known that there are robots, or are these cops really freaked out to discover there is one? The cops are really freaked out, which actually raises a good point. And he goes, oh, that's one more thing, Franklin. You didn't see nothing here today, did you? And Franklin goes, no, 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 sir, we we, we didn't see anything. There's, there's, there's my boy, there's my boy. I always did think them, them Virginia cops, they knew what was going on. Thank you for your service, son. Gets in the car and uh, start driving west. And you're sparking, but you can tell that the, the, beep is the beeper going. is getting stronger with every mile that you go down the road. How long has he been gone from the lab? Has Tommy been gone from the lab? Tommy's got a couple of counties over. I'm going to say it takes him at least an hour, right? Probably more than that. Perfect. So he's, yeah. he drives an hour. He has this altercation that probably lasts 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Let, let, let's say it lasts 15 because th- that's actually like a bullet time sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. then he, it's an hour back. So he's been gone for close to two and a half hours. Yeah. Fantastic. Back in the lab, we're going to do a little time jump to right after Tommy leaves. Now we know Rodrigo's going into the room and my character's very excited about what's going to happen because the thing about Dr. Blazin is... He will work for anybody who pays him, anyone who keeps him with weed and fun science tech. He's in it for the funds. So, after he ducks down giggling, a thought occurs to him, something that he can't believe he didn't think of when he was here before. And this thought is so powerful, he immediately forgets that he sent Rodrigo into a room to investigate what's there. He walks out of his particular lab out to where all the robots are in meat hooks and he starts taking them down one at a time and placing them in a pile now dr blazon has some fun special abilities of course it's science and technology he also has the ability to do it's working which is once per act i can declare that i'm going to create a device with pieces that have already been established and um the director gets to tell me, you know, some of the things that need to happen for it to exist, but I can make this device. Okay. So Dr. Blazin starts grabbing the, the bodies and putting them in a big pile and just giggling and stuff. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. I can't believe I never thought of this. Cut back to Tommy in the car. No one opened that door yet, right? The door's not... The, something's happening in that room. The camera has left it. So, okay, so we don't know whether Rodrigo's opened the door yet. We don't know if Rodrigo's opened the door because... Dr. Blazin has forgotten and is on to the next thing. Okay. I'm going to make a decision really fast, and I'm not going to tell anybody what that decision is. You told Rodrigo to go... I threw my voice, unconvincingly, but convincingly enough for Rodrigo to make him think that, Oh, I have 
have all this money, but no sex. Okay. <laughs> all right. Great. I understand. Which Dr. Blazin knows is like catnip for these fuckers. Okay. Great. I know what happened. We see you putting all the bodies together. We don't see what it looks like. We see them putting them in a big pile in the middle of the room and giggling hysterically. In the corner of the camera, you see Rodrigo begin to open the door. And Rodrigo goes in and goes, Hello, I am here to have sex with you for money. And then he walks into a very dark room, and we can't tell what happens from there. Cut back to the car. The car is rolling up into the former slaughterhouse. Tommy Fun Times pulls out Sam, and Sam is heavy, so he, like, drags Sam into the main room. And he calls up, and he goes, hey, Blazin! Oh, hang on, I wanted to give you this for forgetting to follow Rodrigo, because that's a very stoner move. Oh, thank you. So I gave, <laughs> I gave you a token for forgetting to follow Rodrigo. Great. And then he goes, hey, Blazin! We got a live one here. We're going to need to uh, reprogram, like, immediately. He just tried to kill three police officers, which is the opposite of how I want all this to go. So when he walks in, he puts his eyes on what you have built, and he goes, What the fuck? Oh, my God! What is it? What it is, is I have human centipeded the androids together, and I have connected all their neural networks into one long, continuous spinal column, so all the arms and feet move as one. I'm writing it. Like, you know, a cowboy riding a human centipede of sex robots. How many? There are four of them. Okay. Uh -huh. And right. I am having the time of my life. I, it's, and it moves like a centipede, so I'm going up and down over equipment, and I'm crawling on the ceiling upside down. Tommy, get a load of this. Oh, my God, it's so much fun. You got to try it. You're going to like it. It is very chill. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. Does your ass-to-mouth bug thing... Does it pass the Turing test? Why don't you ask it a question and find out? Jesus. I, I, okay, fine. Hey, uh, bug thing. What does it mean to feel love? It gives an unearthly screech. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. He goes into his office. I mean, you weren't going to give me a room full of bodies and not expect a sex centipede, were you? While he's in his office, he doesn't show how it happened, but while he's in his office, the sex centipede immediately collapses. Thank you. He comes over and looks at you and he goes, listen, I'm glad to have you back on the team. I have missed your good work. I can tell you what I have not missed is the fucking shenanigans like this, okay? This is not what we are here for, all right? I am not gonna get back into the Pentagon by you making fucking weird sex bugs with our prize creations. Now look, okay, so one, that was great. You have to admit, pretty cool. And also, that was not shenanigan. That was classic hijinks. All right, now listen. I know I think that we you... should celebrate with a high joint. What do you think? What I need you to do is I need these to pass the Turing test so that I can have them programmed to what I would like them to do next. But if they do not pass as humans, this is not gonna oh, work. yeah, so hey, I wanted to talk to you about that whole Turing test thing. So I opened up our pal Rodrigo over there. Someone's been messing with him. Yeah, I've been messing with Rodrigo. Well, now why in the hell would you do that? Because if I remember correctly, and you know that I don't, you're not the best when it comes to programming AI. In fact, you're among the worst. Look, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm the best at AI. If I could do this on my own, I certainly would. Now, that's kind of hurtful. You're telling me you brought me all the way over here, not for my company, but just because I could do something you can't? I specifically told you I was hiring you for a job. 
You want oh, the money, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. And God I do want the it. money. You're, you're always like this, aren't you? You're always like this. You've uh -huh. been like this for 15 years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fuck. All that right. That sounds about like me. <sighs> Look, here's what I need. Right now, I don't need you building nothing. I need you to decommission this one that I just brought in. It's gonna cause us some trouble, but... Shit, that's Sam. Tell me why you remember Sam specifically. I know Sam because Sam is one of the only androids I kept in touch with after the program. We were pen pals, and we used to send long letters back and forth. Now, Sam really liked jokes, but he's very bad at them. And he used to send me jokes, and I would decide if they were good or not, and give him notes on how to make his jokes better. All right, that sounds good. Are you telling Tommy Funtimes this? Yeah. So Tommy Funtimes goes, how in the hell do you remember this one? I, because, we, you know, we, uh, he, we kept in touch. We had, you know, the project, and we got kind of close then, and, you know, he was always there, something special about Sam. You kept in touch? Yeah, we were pen pals. This was runaway government property. This was a fugitive from the law, not to mention, it's basically like a missile went missing from the Pentagon, and you were writing the missile love notes. Yeah, well, I mean, he was writing them back. Real quick, okay, you guys are having this intense conversation. You have dragged me into this yeah. room, right? How is, am I conscious? How conscious am I at this point? You're conscious. Now, okay, so let's Wait, figure when out. when you did that thing, though, that turned off my centipede, it must have turned him off, too. Ooh, good question. Yeah, okay. How, let me decide how I want that to work. Yeah, I will say that that one did decommission all of the robots that were that were moving at the time. So... Yeah, roll defense against that. If you can beat a 10, I will allow you to play dead. 14. 14. Okay, so you can tell what happened. Yes. And because you are so beat up, whatever circuit would have made that happen did not go through. There's a weakness. How do you want to react now that you know you're still up and well, running? Well, here's what I want to do. Yeah. Am I beeping? You are beeping, and the beeping is going nuts. Yeah. So this is a lab. There's, like, some kind of, like, computer or something. They're the computers that we gave Blazon. Probably My computers. fancy new Macintoshes. I'm very proud of them. Oh, okay, great. While you guys are arguing, I want to uh, try to drain a very close-by piece of electronics so I can get more energy. So now you're technically still tied, right? That's a good point. So, like, I'm going to allow you to drain it, because what does it look like when you drain it? You use your hands? Ooh, let's say I use my tongue. Okay, so roll your spy versus our intelligence. You also roll, Brent. Okay, four. I got a 16. 22. Okay, so you managed to do it, and you... What did I drain? Is it a Macintosh? You drain a Macintosh. Great. You drain one of those ancient apples that was telling everybody to think different. It starts, like, depowering, and we see, like, the little Mac icon with, like, the two X's for its eyes, and then it, like, shuts down. So it is drained of all of its power. You are tied up. But my finger gun is not disabled, right? No, your finger gun will work. Yeah. So I'm going to try to uh, to get out of the handcuffs using my finger blaster. Okay. Roll the damage on the finger blaster, and if you can get higher than... Is, is it silent, by the way? Or does it... I assume it makes a... Pew. Yeah, it probably makes a... Pew. Probably makes a... Pew. Yeah. All right. Or doesn't it have, like, a torch function, maybe? Yeah, let's say it's got, like, a... Like a plasma torch. Like a little bit of a plasma torch, okay. as you say. First, let's see if they notice you. Great. Tommy rolled a five. Oh. I got a 12. I rolled a six. Okay. Tommy does not notice. Tommy is too busy yelling at Blazin. You see what's happening, 
and I will let you decide how you would like to deal with that. Oh, I just start giggling. <laughs> uh, okay. And so Tommy is like giving you a tongue lashing about how all this is going to go down while you are watching this robot like wiggle its way out of things. <laughs> He's just looking at the yeah, computer. Yeah, and so, and so look, will you stop laughing? Stop la- Look, this is not funny, all right? Now, now listen. It's like, kind of funny. I could have left you in obscurity. I uh-huh. could have left you just uh-huh. smoking pot on the fucking lawn in San Francisco, uh-huh. and you could avoid being one of the greatest scientists of your generation just because you love the ganja so much. But the simple fact of, what is so goddamn funny that you can't pay attention to me when I'm talking to you? Here's the thing. You're being a little reductive. Now look, I know I like to smoke weed, but the ganja is not what's preventing me from being the greatest scientist of my generation. The ganja is helping me deal with the fact that as the greatest scientist of my generation, I seem to only be able to create libertarian robots. Alright, would you like a chance to try and make something else one more time? Well, yeah, if it's fun. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, alright? I'll tell you right now. There's a project going on that I ain't a part of, and I don't appreciate it. But I think if we make something really special, we could probably get the Pentagon's attention, okay? Are we creating sex centipedes or not? What are we doing in here? The Pentagon is working on a thing that I am not a part of that, as far as I can tell, is called Readiness Exercise 1984. As far as I can tell... (laughs) Does that mean something to you, buddy? No, it's just, you know, Rex like the king. But also, you know, of course, it's got the implication of dinosaurs, and here we are dealing with robots, so there's that part of me that's like, did those fuckers finally figure out how to make a robot dinosaur? Because if they did, my hat's off to them. They did not figure out how to make a robot dinosaur, as far as I can tell. What they have figured out is they are trying to work out a big old thing as to what would happen if the country's under attack, and if they needed to round up a whole bunch of people real fast and put them into custody. That sounds like a pretty interesting project to me. You got a thing? Oh, yeah, okay. So at this point, have I gotten out of the cuffs? I'm going to say you've gotten out of the handcuffs, and now you've got to work on the leg. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right. Okay. So once again, you need to roll your spy. Tommy is in the throes of saying how pissed he is at the Pentagon. He does not notice. Yeah, I got a 10. Every time I look over, I just giggle a little bit more. And then I'm starting to give you, like, those big winks. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy is still furious. I'm pretty sure I got a great way to keep people rounded up in their homes if we can commission a whole bunch of sex robots to keep them happy, and then if anybody gets out of line, they can just fire. Quick point of order. This seems like a lot of work and a lot of robots, but, you know, that's for you to deal with. My job's just to make them. Two, when you say fire, what do you mean by fire? Do you mean, like, fire, or do you mean, like, fire? I mean, like, bam, bam, like guns. But we didn't put weapons on these robots. They're pleasure bots. Well, we didn't put them on most of them, but I tried to put one on that... that where the hell is the one that, that uh, I left you with? Where'd he go? The one you left me with the one. Shit. We gotta go check on Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys rush to go check Rodrigo. They're gonna pass by your body as... They go to check on I create a distraction. Great. Because, again, my number one priority is hijinks. Right. I am remembering that you're up to something, and I'm sure it's going to be fun. Great. So I go, hey, hey, Tommy, look at that bird. That bird wants to fuck the helicopter. What? What? what, We're in a closed room. What are you talking about? And so I look around like I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess there aren't any birds. At this point, we've made it past Sam. All right. I'm going to roll intelligence. Yeah. Because some of this is beginning to feel a little weird. You roll charisma. Charisma. Seven. Okay. So Tommy beats you, and he goes, all right, I can tell you're fucking with me. You have one job here, and you're going to do it for me. Now, if you need to go get a robot, 
That's fine. I'm gonna stay here with the one that nearly took out three police officers, okay? So how long were you guys engaged in a conversation? If you want to try something, you can give it a crack. Yeah, I'm gonna try to run. Roll your athletics and, and beat a 10. I did not. <laughs> okay, you try and start running. Your guidance system says west was dangerous, clearly. Time to go east a little bit, which leads you to run directly into some of these bodies on the meat hooks. And so it leads to like a clattering noise that Tommy immediately hears. I mean, I've been to orgies before, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, did I get a token for that? I, re I really, that's very generous. Thank you. <laughs> that is very generous. Uh, it's a very silly thing to say. All right. <laughs> Tommy turns, sees this, and he goes, oh, hell no. He just aims and is going to fire at you. Hey, guys, this is Patrick again. Thank you so much for listening to part one of this show. Please go ahead and subscribe so that you can hear part two of what's coming up next week. We always appreciate it, and thanks so much. We'll see you then.